I knew this guy, he wanted to be a fireman when he was a little kid. So he, they uh, put a hole in the, in the floor of his bedroom, and they put a pole from the bedroom to the living room, and he could slide from the bedroom to the living room, just like a fireman. But when he grew up, he didn't become a fireman, he became a juggler. However, his sisters became strippers. That's the whole joke? That's the joke. <laughs> you have any more? Not that I can think of. I like the house to cold. I like to keep it hot. I don't care much for cooking. I like to eat a lot. Scares me when she's driving. And that always causes a fight. I like to fuck in the morning. All those things you do You're a big fat gentile And you're a dirty Jew (laughs) Sometimes you are wrong Sometimes you're not right Like he was in the morning And I suck dick at night Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Perfect Ten Podcast And now your hosts, Ralph Dumay and Lana Turner Hey guys! Hi everybody, I'm uh, Ralphie May. And I'm Lana Turner, and you're listening to the Perfect Ten Podcast. We're stand-up comics, I'm fat, she's thin, that makes us the Perfect Ten. Uh, it's uh, number two, thanks for uh, listening. Hey, if it's your first time, uh, this is just our second, so we just got one up on you, alright? So uh, thanks for coming in and listening, subscribing, hopefully commenting, uh, do that, it doesn't kind of take much time. Say, uh, say we're great, you know? Hey, even if you don't like it, fucking lie. What's it to you? <laughs> so, uh, the joke of the top. That's my dad. Cannot tell a fucking joke. <laughs> that joke was hot garbage. There's a reason that man was a mechanical engineer and worked for Exxon. That was, a, that was the... That joke bombed. That was the Valdez of fucking jokes. <laughs> it did it. That was the Exxon Valdez of fucking comedy right there. <laughs> You know, he's had some good jokes. My daddy's not all bad. He, um, he's got a dry sense of humor, but that one, that one did bomb. That was that one's bad. so dry. But we'll bring some other ones where it's not so bad. That he, joke stunk. That he's got to redeem himself. But it's just funny hearing him tell even an unfunny joke. There's something so funny about that. You know? You know what my dad did? He memorized the label of Budweiser, and as a bar trick, he would have somebody hold the beer can way over there, take his glasses off, and squint and say he could read it for $50, all right, and win a bar tab. That is an alcoholic with a good sense of priorities. Funniest old man I've ever met, uh, Buddy Hackett. Which brings us back to the guy 80 and the girl 22 who fell in love with him and wanted to marry him. He said, I could not give you enough sexual action. I have the appetite but not the equipment. She said, nowadays they are installing metal pieces in the penis. He goes with her to the, what do you call that guy, urologist, and talks to him about having an implant, a penile implant, which means a stick in your dick. So the, the penile implanter said, not only do we have the little pump and also the rod, we have a new thing now. We take the trunk of a baby elephant 
we transplant it onto the nerve endings of your penis. And that becomes erect and strong. He said, I wouldn't want that. I couldn't have thought of having sex with an elephant's trunk with my beloved. He said, you'll never know the difference. Once those nerve endings, she says, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> and they do it, and they enjoy a little exploratory sex. And finally, they set a date to be married. And at the prenuptial supper in her mother's house, she is sitting next to him, and she just can't take her hand. She zips down his fly, and she starts touching the trunk. And the trunk just comes out underneath there. And as dinner is served, the trunk reaches up, grabs a baked potato, and goes back. <laughs> Needless to say, many of the family stopped eating. It is very seldom that at a prenuptial dinner, a trunk dick reaches for a potato. <laughs> and the mother said, <clears throat> I don't know what I saw. Could you do that again? He said, I could, but I don't know if there's room in my ass for another potato. Jeffrey Ross one day said, hey, pal, you want to go to lunch? And I said, sure, because Ross would pay and I was broke, all right? So I went by, picked him up, all right, because he didn't like to drive, still doesn't. New Yorkers don't like to drive much, all right? And uh, we went to the Friars Club, and at lunch, I sat next to Buddy Hackett. I sat at the table with Milton Berle, Jan Murray, and Red, uh, Red Buttons. Amazing. Amazing. And Sid Caesar came by. Holy shit. No, that was one of those amazing days for you. It was one of the fucking most amazing days of my life. And I'm sitting there, and, and I ask Uncle Milty, I go, Uncle Milty, how you doing today? I'm about to fucking die. What do you think? Okay? <laughs> All right? And I started laughing. I go, yeah, you're about to die with a huge cock. Shut the fuck up. And he goes, ah! <laughs> ah, yeah, you almost got me to die right there. That was hilarious. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, who's a fat guy? When did he when did he turn funny? What the fuck happened here? It was this pack of fat fuck. And I go, what'd you have for uh, for breakfast, Milton? And he goes, your mother's cunt. Awesome. All right? And it's a 90-something-year-old man telling you he had his mother's cunt. All right? And me and Ross <laughs> had to take him to the bathroom, and uh, he took out his cock. It was fucking ginormous. It's Milton Burrow's cock. you got to look at it. Right. It's infamous. Right. Yeah, okay? you've heard about that. It's fucking huge. It was a hog. So it's really not about the funniest old man you've ever seen, but the funniest old man's cock you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, no. No, yeah, the only yeah, funny old man. I his balls, but I never saw Buddy's. Buddy's cut, but right. he's supposed to be pretty big too. But um, <laughs> hanging out with Buddy though was awesome. You know, he made me an honorary Jew, but he made uh, you know Jeffrey Ross and Jay Moore. Uh, uh, he he, uh, he made them he made them uh, promise to uh, make me be a star. So you know, I love uh, I love Buddy Hackett and his wife Sherry so much. Um, he was just genius, man. He was, they were, he, they were such, they are such sweet people. You know, he you know, would show, he, we, they go, hey, it was after, like, late, it'd be like 1130, and we're done at the Laugh Factory, and, uh, Ross would get a phone call, 
And he'd go, hey, you want to go see Buddy? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And he goes, like, great, you're driving. So we drive over to Beverly Hills. Buddy would meet us at the door with a cap and a long gown like Ebenezer Scrooge wore and the fucking Christmas Carol, <laughs> all right, and fucking slippers. <laughs> Hi, guys, how you doing? All right, come on in, fellas. You want something to drink? I got some tequila here. You want some tequila? All right, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drink tequila with you. I never drink. I got shit-faced drunk with Buddy Hackett. I mean, shit-faced. How about another funny guy that we used to see all the time at the Laugh Factory? Oh Rodney God. Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. You know, that Laugh Factory was f- straight up fucking cooking with gas. Fucking 98, when I first showed up there, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. You were regular. Uh, I was a regular, but also, I mean, every night, Dane Cook, Jay Moore, Alonzo Bowden, Mitch Mullaney, Freddie Soto. Um, just just a murderer's row of stand-ups. I mean, just a death row. Rodney Dangerfield would pop in. Bob Saget. Oh, God, everybody. Jeff Garland. Larry David. You know, I mean, it was a murderer's row of stand-up comics would just come in through there. But on Friday mm. and Saturday nights, uh, Rodney would come in, okay? And I remember one time... Uh, they were like, hey, do you mind if Rodney goes up? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Please. He went up in a bathrobe. Yeah. A bathrobe and shorts that were kind of like boxers. All right. And one of his nuts was out. <laughs> his nuts were so long because he was old as shit. So you see Milton Burrow's dick and Rodney Dangerfield's yeah, nut. Balls. Yeah, just one of his balls. Not both. Just mm, a ball. Nut. Okay. A nut. But that night, it cracked me up because he did a joke. He said, I can't pass a gas station without it reminding me that I'm 76 years old and I got one orange nut. All right? <laughs> and I was just fucking dying laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so goddamn funny. <laughs> he was so funny, man. And his jokes were hilarious. I'm dying in here. I, and I get no respect. I get no respect. And the audience would just go crazy. <laughs> he'd get a standing ovation on the way up, and then he'd go, and i get no respect. they put standing O, and then at the end, they give him another standing O. And then you got to follow that, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh. What do you say? You just stand there, and you just... Fucking applaud him, and you go, God damn it, folks. Do you even know what you just saw? Do you even know what you just got lucky to witness? A true legend of stand-up comedy, ladies and gentlemen. All right? And then he he bought grass from me one night. He bought marijuana from me. And then the next night, he came back. Hey, I like that weed. Hey, kid. Hey. Why don't you hook me up with some of that weed? All right? I'm like, no problem, Ronnie. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't have any money on me. I'm like, well, then I ain't got no weed on me. Oh, come on, kid. You're going to do me like that? I said, you're going to do me like that? All right, at least give me a fucking autographed copy of fucking Caddyshack or something. All right, it hooked me up. And he's like, hey, fucking good idea. How about I just come over there and fuck you up? And I'm like, no, I still won't get you no weed. I'll just sit down, all right? And he starts <laughs> laughing. He goes, hey, you're right. I'm old. I can't pick you up. Oh, good. Damn it. All right. You know what? Done. All right. He made a call and uh, and he bought an ounce from me, but he overpaid me because he liked me. And uh, I quoted him 400 and he gave me $800.
Amazing. All right. And he was just a cool guy. He goes, I want you to work with me in Vegas, kid. You'll be awesome. All right. We'll make a big thing. And I never got to do it. He passed away. You know, I, um, <laughs> I kind of think, well, as far as comedy goes, you know, everybody always wants to kiss the young guy's ass just coming out the gate when it's really about... Like, this business is one of longevity, and the, the, you just get funnier and funnier with each year that you're in it, and I just love that. And speaking of longevity and being able to stay on the road forever and ever, we did something awesome for you recently and got you a bus that can go up to a million-plus miles. That'll keep you going for a while, right? Man, that bus is so cool. Uh, it was um, originally made for Dave Matthews. And not the one... That um, they dumped the, the, the sewage shit water off in of. Chicago. Yeah, that's not the bus. We made sure that we weren't getting yeah. that one. Although I, I wouldn't have minded that one. <laughs> I'd have been like, this is the one, everyone. I this know. is the one that dumped the shit out the side. But we did have to have it swept clean of shitty music. Ah, uh, I thought, I, I think there's been a lot of fucking on it. <laughs> I think he was, wasn't he married? Or something on that bus. You know, I have no idea. Kids on that I bus. have no I think, idea. I think he's married with kids. I don't think probably. there's a lot of fucking going on. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you don't know. He's we a rock star, know. probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah the that's bus. the one another reason to change the carpet out. You know. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good yeah. point. We did change don't the carpet. Don't the Lord. <laughs> dropping Lord. <laughs> the violin here, dropping loads, <laughs> putting a load in the carpet. Yeah, <laughs> he always sings like that. Have you noticed? I mean, it's like hey, ho, ho, here. dropping loads on my bus. Yeah, yeah. I met him once. Did you really? Yeah. Where at, baby? Um, a concert in college. It was a festival he was playing at, and I had backstage passes because I was working as a photographer. Really? And I took pictures of him. Uh-huh. And I went back there, and they have, like, the you know the food tent or the air-conditioned tent where you can cool off. And I was hanging out there, and he walked back, and I was, like, standing next to him, and I didn't know what else to say, but, hey, I like your music. And he was like, thanks. That was the extent of the conversation. Oh, yeah. And now... I, I bought your old bus. Yeah, right now. Hey, I bought your bus. Yeah, that'd be a kind of a different conversation. Yeah, but um, because right then he was probably expecting, "Hey, can I suck your dick?" Oh gosh, no, yeah, that's not my style. I know, thank God. But if it was Jocelyn Stone, hey, no, tell me, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna suck a rock star's dick. But if you know what though, if it was Jocelyn Stone, she'd have tied him up on the back of the bus and beat the shit out of him. I know. Because oh how God. lucky are we? We're gonna be talking to Jocelyn Stone next week. I saw some of her porn, and uh, okay, this lady we've got coming in is one crazy bitch. Okay, <laughs> I she, love her. She ties people up, beats them, whips them. Fucks some crazy, uh, tickles the balls, puts fucking rubber bands on their I'm fucking I'm not sure exactly sack. what all she does, but I do know this, that... I think she shoots rubber bands in their buttholes and stuff like that. Shoots them in their buttholes? Like, yeah. that takes a lot of skill to well, be able I to think, point a rubber band no, and shoot the brown she, eye right in the puts, eye. I think she puts the rubber band on on your butthole and then stretches it with a big, thick How rubber How do you bands. know this? I'm just saying. This is oh, what you're I'm just hurt. thinking okay, it. Oh. I'm just thinking this is like if you were. Is this what you came up with as torture? Like that would be the that most. Hurt? Wouldn't that be like the worst? That would be the most torturous thing that you could imagine. The, in this wouldn't moment? that be like one of the worst things ever? I mean, I like, don't like know. A, like a ever? Butt shot on your on your asshole, right on your little brownie, all right, right there, just and just pull it like way back, like a bow and arrow, and then pop, oh, right in the asshole, all right, yikes. 
I or, don't. Or like, or like uh, I don't know if that's the worst thing ever. I mean, or, that, or like get a piece of duct tape on your taint and just rip that taint hair out of there. Oh, no, oh that, that Lord sounds Jesus. worse. That sounds worse oh, than a rubber God. band. And then, and then take some alcohol and. You know what though? Here's the, the thing. Ooh, ooh, when, when you say all those as examples ooh, of the worst thing that you could do, ooh, women routinely do those things to like wax and because the rubber band, um, like when they do the laser hair removal, it yeah. kind of feels like a rubber band popping on you. Really? Yes. And the well, you they, had your giner done like that, and you did that without well, drugs or anything. They they numb them. They use the numbing cream, or they they but the, the it pops. It's like um. When they use the the laser hair removal thing, it's like a cold, hot thing. So when it when they when they cold hot thing, yeah, because when the laser hits you, it's it's hot, but then it instantly cools. They they have a cooling tip on the end of the of the laser so that it cools off the surface as well. So in a way. The, the rubber band analogy is something that a lot of women have probably experienced. And then the ripping Holy the hair shit. off the taint, all you have to do is go get your beaver waxed once. I mean, that's what that feels oh like. So, you know, women volunteer for it and pay lots of money to have that done. So when you come to the worst do, possible torture, do they, do I don't think do that's that, it. Do they do, like, when you, get your, when you get your monkey waxed, does it go, like, on the lips where the hair is right there, like, kind of, you know, by the clip part? Does they get right in there too? Yeah, I mean, if they're waxing you, they're, they if you're going off. for a Brazilian, you're cleaning everything off. So <gasps> everywhere that there's hair, they're going to rip it out. Lord Jesus, it no. hurts. It hurts. Why do you think I'm like don't want to do that? I know. I it love hurts. it though. When you do it, it feels mm. like a. It's so smooth. It's soft, but smooth. it's smooth. See, women like go it. through a lot, so that, it's no, funny no to me razor that razor burn, you know, it, on me. But it's yeah. funny that the, to me, the worst possible thing you could imagine. Uh, a dominatrix could do to you would be to rip the hair off your nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, Jesus. It I would mean, be very I painful. How, I don't know how guys keep boners and get the shit beat out of them. You know, like, I've gotten the shit beat out of me plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Never had an erection. Maybe you need Jocelyn Stone to do it. I don't know. No, We're going to have to find out. The fuck I do. Well, she's not going to be coming over here to beat the hell out of anyone or rip hair off of anybody. She's going to be coming over to cook. I know, I know. It's so weird. We're the only people in Hollywood that bring porn stars to the house to cook. Right. I, I'm very excited to meet her. And in lieu of her coming in, we also have a very special um, person this week, an anonymous friend who's going to share with us her own personal slut stories. Oh, I love those. Oh, I love slut <laughs> stories. Oh, God. Every woman has got them, and, and through the power of anonymity, okay, we have opened the doors to your slut stories. That's right. All right? And people out there, we're going to set up a, uh, a line that you can call in your personal slut story, all right? And, uh, and we'll have the slut hotline, okay, <laughs> or the slut line. Oh, yeah, we need to do that. That's all a right? great idea. And, um, and get, and get and slut get, and, We'll disguise your voice. Or, yeah, yeah, we'll because, disguise like your the, voice. Or, the network fake mustache, yeah. it's kind of, it's like, it's like a de- design to keep you hidden. Yeah, right? It's designed, right? And, and that way we can have your slut story on there, whether it's with a dude or a chick or two dudes. Well, or hey, two leave chicks, it up to the imagination. I can't imagine what we'll hear. Five dudes or six dudes or a creepy shit. Seven like dudes, a dog. eight dudes, nine dudes. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, one, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> one cock in my butt. So, oh, the, oh, oh, oh. so here you go from a very, very naughty slut. Here's our first segment of Slut Stories. She's not the star of a porn. She's the 
Welcome to the show, slut. What do you have to say? Okay, so I'm a little embarrassed because, um, <laughs> it's pretty slutty. <laughs> um, so I had a, a big party at my house one night and I, um, I got really, really drunk that I just blacked out and fell asleep and, um, I woke up in the middle of the night to what I thought was my boyfriend going down on me. And I reached down to touch his head. And I feel long, long, wavy hair in my vagina. And it was not my boyfriend. It was my best friend, Michelle. Once I realized it was her, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of in shock, so I just let her keep going. <laughs> the next morning I woke up um, and I left my own house and I just, I, I ran out of the house and didn't come back until she was gone and <laughs> never talked to her again. Oh, really? Really. You were never friends again? Well... Well, yeah, that's pretty awkward. Yeah, it was pretty awkward. It's even more awkward that I didn't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, though. That yeah, that you didn't stop her, but how awkward. So, did you know? I mean, I had no clue that she was a lesbian. I had no clue. Real stories. Oh gosh, I feel so ashamed. <laughs> Oh my God, that was so great. Oh my God, I love that filter we put on her voice. We had to keep her identity concealed, but oh, she sounds like a black tranny. Wasn't that terrific? That's that's terrific. I would have asked her about fingers though and stuff like that. You want that. more and, details, Yeah, because right? I'm a filthy pig. I'm an animal, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I've, of course, of course. I want to know <laughs> stuff. Plus, it's like, if that's the best head ever... What exactly did she do? You know, it's like, you know, it's like every time I talk to a lesbian, you know, since I look more like Chaz Bono now than ever, <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of lesbians and I want to know the details, well, you know? I think, I, mean, I think if you have a vagina, you would home. know better how to treat a vagina, right? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I would think I so. Well, look at the guy, because you're a guy. Well, think about it. Like, don't you think, I mean, this, I'm sure you'll say no to this too, but a guy would know how to give another guy a head the best. I don't think so. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Because you have a dick. You know which where you're most sensitive and what feels good on you. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, it's Well if you let's say you were asleep and you had the best blowjob you've ever had in your entire life and you reach down and it's a little more more bristly down there and you feel a little shorter hairs, you'd stop it, right? Yes. <laughs> you yes. Let I mean, finish. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Bro, get off my dick. <laughs> all right? You got to get off my dick. And first of all, who would even be doing that? I don't know. I you're, have no Your best friends. friend in her case was her best friend. No. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. All oh, my friends. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just vomited a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> 
God, I sound like such a, a dick too for being homophobic, but yeah, man, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to sound you homophobic. Don't sound homophobic. But it's kind of, it'd be a huge violation. It's just, it, it just kind of rapey, right? Yeah, that it's is rapey. rapey you that's, know? Yeah. I mean, she got raped, but she loved it. It's like, whoa, it that's killed a her friendship, story. though. I mean, like, it was her best oh, friend. Oh, see, that's the Oxygen Network, okay? Yeah. All right, let's, let's turn down the dial and go to the Playboy Network. Right. Now they're right. besties forever. Right, you right. Know? Well, I mean, Maybe the, the girl that went down on her thought this was going to be a step up in the friendship. Can you imagine, though, that girl? She must have wanted her. The girl that went down on, on our, our secret slut. That girl that went down on her must have wanted her for the longest. They were friends forever. Yeah. You know, best friends and hanging out and lo- girl locker room and all that time she'd been thinking about eating her puss. And then she finally gets the chance and does. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great story, right? She's got to do it more. You know? I mean, that's a great way. That's a better than a handshake. And a how you doing? But it's funny that, that, that it's so different for a guy and a guy. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, a, you know, it's like, a, you know, when, when you suck a dick, you're like, you're like, I think it's more like you're swimming in the deep end of the pool. You know, but when you're eating pussy, you're just putting your toe in the water. You know what I mean? You know, it's such a difference. (laughs) Do you remember that one movie, though? What was it about the psycho that that goes, it's her roommate that goes down on the guy? Oh, single white female. Right. Yeah. Right. That was crazy, right? Yeah, and that guy didn't stop her. No. No, uh, he he tried. Oh, 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 but he's all gonna come. Right. He yeah. didn't really try. No, no, no. He thought that was hot. He thought that was hot. He could have had. He could have had two for. You know, that's what he should have gone for. Was a threesome, and that would have been a happy. Instead, ending, he got right? a heel in his head. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That See, didn't go well happens. for him. He should have tried for the threesome. <laughs> all right. You know, I have buddies that could have pulled that off. You know. I have guys that could have like, all right, you two crazy bitches in my bed right now. All right. <laughs> Dougie Stanhope would not mind me telling this story. He was dating a former uh, child star, okay, actress of a very famous 80s uh, high school show, okay? Mm. All right. Mm. And uh, one night uh, they woke up after having a threesome with her best friend, okay? And they were all drunk and hung over, and he woke up and said, uh, uh, now, don't y'all chalk this up to just drunken debauchery. Y'all both dirty, dirty little sluts, all right? <laughs> don't think that this is just a once in a while, you're both dirty whores, all right? Now, now let's let's try this again, all right? And, uh, and they did, all right? And so, you know, Dougie... Uh, Dougie owned it, you know. That that's how that's that's man shit. Right? right there, you go. You got to do it sometimes. You well, got to got to roll the dice and let the magic happen. I love slut stories, and so does Rafi. So does everyone. So if you have a slut story, everybody please loves them. get online, give us five stars, and tell us your slut story. We want to hear it. Okay. Yes, I I, I want I want to uh, I want I want to know if you've ever been in a threesome. I've never done a threesome. Uh, well, every time we're together, it's kind of a threesome. <sighs> obligatory fat joke yes 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 because i'm fat and she's skinny we're so cute and adorable Aren't we We're adorable yeah i tell you i'm throwing that d you know giving her the tsunami fucking 
It's awesome. Thank God the preschool's going till three o'clock in the afternoon. Gives us a little bit of privacy, a right? Little God, bit of time bored. To fuck. Little oh. cock blocks. They don't. Oh get, yeah. man, those little C blocks of ours. I can have you know, kids. You have kids. They're awesome, but they're fucking cock blocks. They, they are. Really they don't want you making blocks. anymore. No, that's they what don't. It comes down to. They really are. It's like birds. They're pushing each other out of the nest. I, think, I wouldn't say this is a slutty thing to do, but it's definitely an exciting thing. I've got a show coming up this Saturday, and I, <laughs> I I'm really excited about because it it's, it's a big stretch. Oh, for like me, really good. Uh, I'm not comfortable with this. No, one. I know. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with it. I'm going to be doing a show for Nudis. It's in a theater. It's I can't even pronounce the name of the theater. It's Burbinas. Bur- it's I don't even know. B e r b u i n a s theater. And everyone who comes into the theater has to, to get naked, and the comedians as well. And I'm headlining the show. Okay, I think the guy that booked this is kind of creepy, okay? <laughs> and I think he just wants to see you naked. You know what? You know what? He's going to be, everyone gets naked. I think he's a hardcore nudist, and I think he might be a little creepy, but I love him. I think him. he's known a him lot for years. creepy, and I think he wants to see I you naked. I think he would own the creepy. You know what, though? I don't think it's specific to me. I think he likes to be naked. It's a part of his whole deal. Okay, I think and, what no, is specific you to you is that he who, wants to see you. No, I think he wants a funny headliner to close out the show, though. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. He yeah, needs that on. desperately. Yeah. Okay, but and there's he also not very many wants... people who would do it, and I'm I'm crazy, course, so why not? Of course. Would you do it, Danny? You wouldn't? No, you wouldn't show your kosher meat off in front of that whole audience? <laughs> you wouldn't show the, the shlomo? Uh, you wouldn't show El Shlomo? In this case, and the, I, you know what, Danny? I personally see it as an opportunity to be fully and completely challenged and to be more vulnerable on stage than you ever are. Cause you, and you know what? After that, what else can you do? Like, you, you could get on stage anywhere and be like, you know what? I perform naked. This ain't shit. Yeah, but I'm I'm not I'm not comfortable with it. You know, I'm not. As but your I, husband, I told you before you accepted the gig. We talked about it, and you were like, "Go do it." Well, no, no, we, we talked about it, and I told you I wasn't comfortable with it, right, and you but still then you just said, did it. No, you said I'm not sure I'm comfortable. We talked about it a little bit more, and you're like, <laughs> "I'm telling you." And then you, you said, "That's <laughs> great. Go for it." It, it, I told you that that uh, that that's what uh, that's. That's the thing is that I think Tim is a little creepy, and I think he really wants to uh, uh, see you naked. Well, have you ever been naked in front of people? Yes, tons. Right, tons. I know you have. So what's the deal? Because I'm a, I was a drunk, crazy dude. Okay. Well, he used to say, "I won't get no, I won't get drunk because that's not really my thing, right?" And I couldn't perform, but um, I, you know what? I don't see it like as a problem. I actually went to a nudist colony once before. Yeah. And yeah. so that was well, you, you, You're a beautiful woman. And, but it's not and, even about that. The people who get naked at these things are not beautiful people necessarily. I mean, there's I know. all kinds. I you know, know what's beautiful about this particular show is we're all coming in different shapes and sizes because um, they're actually this really amazing woman that I just met named Diane. She's a comedian and she's also a midget. And she's going to be doing the show oh too. So, how much fun a is that? Midget a naked giner. midget. These people are getting Holy their money shit. out before they even sit, Holy like, before they even take shit. their clothes off, they're getting their money's worth midget on this show. Giner telling jokes. Oh my fucking God. Isn't that awesome? God damn. How big is a midget vagina? I would assume woman sized. I would really? guess. I would, I'll let you know. I want to go see. I want to see. You got to tell me. I will tell you. You got to tell me. I will let you know. I, I, I think it's a paper cut. No, I would assume that, that the because you know like her 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 face, like her head is like a normal size head. Like the and the Yeah, but usually like her not I mean, everything else is not. Not everything. 
Her hands aren't. I would. I would guess. Size. I mean, because they can. No, because little people can reproduce in most in certain cases. So of course, but how big have, is their giners? I mean, it can't be that deep, right? Oh, deep? I don't know. I won't. I, mean, I won't that, be able wide. to find out how deep her vagina is. No, Rafi. but I mean, like, but you can see how big it is. I mean, if it's. If well, it's what like, do you mean? You want me to measure her lips? Do you want me to ask? Well, I mean, is it is, is it, it wide? Is it, is it like? Is it like you know? Like, what if she, like, what if her so, lips hang down to her knees? <laughs> She's got more Janer out than in. That'd be awesome. I mean, who knows? That'd be great. I mean, we oh, go That'd be awesome. She's got Snuffy down there. Okay. She's such a sweet, awesome person. I can't wait With to do big this show. Big old Janer lips. That'd be She's awesome. She's great. She's great. She's she was a ple- she was funny to be meet. Like so a, be like a toothless horse. Okay. <laughs> who knows? I, I've never seen never seen this. So. <laughs> I think she's going to be just as cute as a button. I'm sure. She's a cute little, little midget. You know what's funny is when I met her, we were, it was on her podcast. Uh-huh. She, uh, I was asking her what it's like because when the kids see a little person, they freak out. And they're, you know, kids don't know not to, to lower their voice or whisper. So, like, August will yell out. Mommy, is that a kid or a man? And and then he'll, he'll want to go and play with him. At the airport in Phoenix, we had a layover. And we were walking down the hall, and all he wanted to do was run over and play with this little dude. And you could tell the guy like knows he's a rock star for kids because he was like, "Yes, kid, I know, I'm a, I'm a rock star." Well, you know, you know, uh, Chewy, the rock and roll midget uh-huh. from uh, from Phoenix, is awesome. He's great with yeah. kids. Yeah, because kids love kids. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's just kid size. He's a weeble with a wobble. He won't fall oh, down. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, kids love him. Little fat, short Mexican midget. He's terrific. Anyways, or we've gotten off the subject size. of, of uh, nude comedy and midgets. Because how I can know. you not go on the, onto that? But anyways, you're doing an amazing show that week that I wanted. Yes, the Juggalos. Oh, my Ama- God. The gathering incredible. of the Juggalos. That is uh, an incredible. When they offered me the gig, I couldn't respond fast enough. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I get to perform in makeup. You're going with... Uh, with everything off, I'm adding I stuff. I know, you're going to be know, fully covered. Crazy. But both are just kind of a cool in the way to perform. Yeah, yeah, because I've never done that before. I've never performed that way. And uh, But uh, it's it's something that's incredible. You know, these guys, it's a very unruly crowd. You have to be, they're extremely fucked up. Well, don't uh, you say if you're doing good, they're throwing things at you? Yeah, like, if you're yeah, doing yeah. good, yeah. I can't imagine what, if you're doing bad. Uh, they, they could fuck you up, you know. They, they could riot, you know, they could go a little crazy, you know. These guys are, you know, it's not it's not a perfect group, but I like them. I like them. Everybody's worried for me, but I'm not I, worried I, for you at all. No, you're not. No. You're, you're, you're like the only who's one who's worried not. For you, uh, my agent. Uh, she she said that she didn't know uh, that it was a good idea to even bring me the offer, but she felt it was that she had oh, to. I and I said, I love it. What's love the worst that could happen? That you yeah, that you it, bomb it on a ship? Full it can't of be. It can't be worse than the Tom Joyner <laughs> morning show cruise that I went on and, and ate a dick sandwich. They hated me so much. Oh my God, that was the worst. worst thing that can happen with this is that you come away with another story. And you know what? You're gonna. This is gonna be. So and much we're gonna fun. record it, and it's gonna be great. Will you video. bring some recordings back to the podcast? Yes, I, can't wait I have to. Hear to. It. 
I have Honestly, to. It, we're going to have errands coming up. Uh, we're going to have uh, people filming for me. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. Awesome. And we're gonna, if it goes great, great. If it goes bad, great. Great, right? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be awesome. You know, the only thing is, is can I get the makeup off before my show the next night in Addison, <laughs> Texas? Because if I show up there with eyeliner, holy shit, those Texas boys ain't going to like that shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who, who's this? You're going to have to use, like, that Pond's cold cream that your granny used. Oh, yeah, makeup. man. That's awesome make me smell like roses yeah. that's terrific i love that um but hey let's talk about this i'm going to see great bands that night you know uh, icp is going to be doing insane clown posse tech nine is supposedly going to be there i don't know who everything else is going to be there but we have something very special in our podcast right well right now yeah we're gonna we have been recording live music that we are huge fans of people that are people that we, we might not have even heard of ourselves but we've just had the privilege of inter, of being introduced to and we feel it's really we're lucky that we get to share what we have heard in, with you guys so um these are exclusive recordings like live recordings live recordings that You're you will never hear, hear on our perfect 10 podcast right so and right now we're going to bring you from um mercy lounge the, awesome, the mercy lounge mm-hmm. yeah the world awesome, famous mercy lounge awesome bar and uh, music venue in nashville tennessee we're bringing you chapo deep i like that How you <laughs> drop it like that. that nice <laughs> fucking sexy Woo. chapo yeah
Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.